This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good morning, this is Frida Liu. You're listening to Enterprise. The global FMCG market size was valued at over 11 billion US dollars in 2021 and is projected to reach almost 19 US billion by 2031 registering a compound annual growth rate of 5.1% from 2022 to 2031. Walson, a professional hair salon brand owned, manufactured and distributed by WeGlobe, was founded in 1993 by Seng Bing together with Hong Shun Ning. 30 years on, is now led by Seng Simon, Seng's daughter. So previously, Walson solely focused on manufacturing and distributing to the professional salon industry and they now have established and now host two other brands. Lady First, focusing on personal care and Genki Kuma, focusing on baby care products, which I've heard has been sold. But anyway, we'll get to the story. So good morning, Simon. Good morning, Frida. Uh, so thanks for joining us today. So 1993, that means the company has been around for 30 years. But even how your father, together with Mr. Hong, got together to start this business has a very interesting story. Oh, yes. Um, it was started by Mr. Hong, who founded the brand Welson in Taiwan. Mm. Well, Mr. Hong used to be a very young, healthy and confidence man. Unfortunately, he lost both of his legs because of cancer. Mm. And then he started to become a salesperson for Salon hair care brand products. And then from there, he found that it's very important to have quality products instead of just having people sympathy you and buy products because right. of you are you lose both of your legs, mm. right? So this is where he came to know my father, who mm. was then working with a European companies in a salon products. Mm. So they came out to develop this product called Velsant, mm. which is having the philosophy of inspiring beauty and confidence through beautiful hair. Right. And I'm so touched by this story behind and I feel like it's a really I need to continue this legacy of like imparting confidence in people so that no matter what challenges you face in life, you will have the courage to move on. Right. Okay. So when did you join the family business? What made you decide to join the family business? I joined the family business in 2010 when I graduated from UK, University of Birmingham. I majored in international marketing. So what makes me decide to join the business is that I feel very happy to help people look confidence about themselves. During school times, I already help my friends to make up or style their hair before they go for prom. You know, I feel like that's something in me that I like to see people become pretty and confident. You know, mm. that's why I continue like inspiring people. And I think this family business as a platform for me to continue to inspire more women, especially. Right. So, of course, the original brand is Wilson and you have other brands as well. And when you look at Wilson, right, what happened, I guess, like it's a lot of things you decide to change this and improve or your go-to-market strategy all happened during the pandemic? Yeah, basically, pandemic is a blessing, I would say, because during the pandemic, only I have the courage because because I changed the total industry and the, the game has totally changed, you mm. know. Before this, we are f- focusing on B2B market where we sell our products to distributor and distributor do the distribution through the Malaysia and also export. But because of the pandemic, we found that once it's locked down, we have no access to our customer, there will be zero income totally. Right. You know, and also I found that it's very important for the brand owner to have control on the brand mm. to create awareness rather than just focusing on the third party and expecting others will promote the brand yeah. as much as you do. 
So what happened after that? You were saying that you have no idea of who your database is. How did you change your distribution model? So it started with the first baby step, which is to to set up our own e-commerce website through Lazada, Shopee Mall, and now TikTok Shop, and also our official shop. Mm. And secondly, this year, we collaborate with Malaysian popular actress mm. Dina Smokta mm. to come up with a new range of Valsen vegan range mm. uh, to reach to our end customers. Right, and the vegan range has been around for a while. So before pandemic in 2019, just right before the NCO, we launched the vegan range. Mm. But the time is because of the timing, you know. Right. So it's not so well aware in Malaysia. But fortunately, Hong Kong customers love this vegan range and we are selling very well in Hong Kong for this Valsen vegan range with 100% peppermint essential oil and continue until today. They, they are still supporting us orders from Hong Kong. Mm. And that's why I feel like if we want to introduce to more people, we need to partner and leverage with others, people right. who have uh, influence in this market. It's also someone who introduced us and we come to talk together. And I really like this celebrity, Dina Smokta, because she she is someone I look up to also uh, because she is a role model, like a woman should be independent, confidence, and she achieved a lot of balance in her life, career. She has a good career and also a wife. She juggle every aspect of her life very well. Mm-hmm. So that's why... Her image is very aligned with what we also want to bring up, the confidence in women. Right. That's why, that is how we start to do this new range together. Okay. And if it wasn't for the pandemic, right, even going through e-commerce and all that, do you think you would have gone onto that path? Before pandemic, if we do the e-commerce, there are a lot of things that will restrict us because... Okay that time we feel like will it be contradicting or like become a competition with our own distributor but surprisingly after the pandemic all our distributor or partner they understand this is a new norm mm. in fact they encourage us to have our own official mall in Lazada and, and Shopee okay. for branding and awareness purpose it yeah. makes their job easier as well it makes their job easier because they need us to control the pricing you see right yeah so if there are so many people during pandemic we understand that a lot of salon facing challenges. They may want to sell all the stock faster. Mm. The pricing, I understand, they will not follow the recommended price. Right. So therefore, for ours to have an official mall, we set a standard mm. that you have to follow and people will be more confident that, okay, this is the official store. Those unofficial ones, you may think twice before you buy if the price looks so ah. not logic, you know. Okay. Like, yeah. Do you know how many salons your product are available in, in Malaysia? This is the, the challenging thing that I do not have access directly to the right. salon because all this information is kept with our distributor. But I roughly know like in the north, in Penang, there were 2,000 salons during conversation with our partner. Okay. Yeah. And that's in the north? North distributor, this is the information Sh- that oh, they okay. share with us. Right. Yeah. So now with e-commerce, you have more information about your customers. Yes, I'm very happy to receive their feedbacks and mm. testimonies. If you can go to Lazada and see, we have right. more than hundreds over five-star review with pictures that is very encouraging. What do you do in terms of R&D for your products? So in terms of R&D, we will see what is the latest market trends and the needs. And most important, we understand what pain are we solving. So obviously, after the pandemic, everyone is very concerned about their health. Mm. My mom is a cancer survivor as well. So of course, the products that I use or I eat, I have very concern about the ingredient. So for the products that we develop, we also go for natural ingredient without 
harmful chemical products inside. And at the same time, I will make sure that price is affordable. Mm. Okay, so we'll talk about your expansion plans in just a moment. I'm here with Seng Sinmon from WeGo talking about their Wilson products. Stay tuned to Enterprise BFM 89.9. Before Friday materializes, BFM 89.9. Good morning, this is Frida Liu. You're listening to Enterprise. I'm here with Seng Sin Mon from WeGlobe talking about their Walsam hair care products. Now, you also focus on the OEM space or is it more B2C that you focus on? So we have a family business that own a factory named OTC Cosmetic. So that company is doing OEM. Mm. So on and off, we also receive and query for OEM that I will cater to. Mm. Yeah. So in terms of the Wilson products, where is it available? All right. So if in Malaysia, if physical store, you can visit Times Square, third floor. It's mm. my distributor outlet mm. that is uh, available in Herox and Rambahat. Mm-hmm. If overseas, it's available in Hong Kong. Mm. Uh, specifically, the name I can't recall call because we sell through our distributor. And in Myanmar, I just came back from Myanmar actually during Chinese New Year. I went there to attend a wedding and also to do market receipt. It's available in Myanmar Plaza. There are a lot of places that are available because we are doing very well in Myanmar. Okay. And and where else? Singapore? Yeah, Singapore. Singapore is available in Ceylon. Oh, in Ceylon and any other markets? You ventured to Cambodia? Cambodia is just during the pandemic. It's really like a blessing out of nowhere that someone oh, brought into us, you okay. know. So they are selling in hair salon. Okay, and then you were saying in Myanmar. Why do you think it's so popular in Myanmar? So I think why it's doing popular in Myanmar is because first, we have very good relationship with our partner in mm. Myanmar and our partner really do very good marketing there. Mm. They have advertisement and they give a lot of free sample. And also during launching, I personally bring a hairstylist from Malaysia fly over to Myanmar. Right. We conduct two hair show seminar in Yangon and Mandalay. Right. So I think it's because of the launching that time we get the local media to involve mm. and heavily do advertisement on that. That is why people know about us. All right, from Malaysia to Myanmar. Okay, now I want to talk a little bit about your other brands, right? You were saying that Genki Kuma, which is on baby products, you sold that? Yes, I already sold that brand to my Myanmar. Oh, I see. Well, everything's happening in Myanmar. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay, and the reason you sold it? That's so, because uh, one thing is like, we have limited resources, mm. but my passion is into hair. Okay. I always think that we need to master one thing that you do it very well, only when true to others. Right. So at the moment, I just want to focus all the resources in doing hair care. Uh, once I achieve this, I have the success formula, only I go to another okay. range. Yeah. You have another range, which is Lady First, which is on personal care. Yeah. Uh, tell me about that brand. Okay, the Lady First, during the pandemic, we have a lot of challenges because the first is the collection. Mm. You know, I, we understand a lot of merchants not doing well. Mm. And also the overhead is very high and the FMCG is totally different game. Mm. You need to accept the written policy. You see, right. during, during pandemic, you know how many people is going to shop outside. The sales is definitely affected. Mm. So in that case, they have uh, unforeseen losses there. So because of that, I feel like this is not a business that I'm confident doing. Right. So why not just look for buyer and sell this brand later? 
lady first. Okay. Just tell if there is any potential buyer. I think there are a lot of company. Maybe they have enough resources, and I really love this brand also because mm. this brand lady first is cater for all walks of life and mm. is uh, very affordable, especially for the B forty market. Mm. They will find it. This product is quality and at a very affordable price. Right, it's currently available in my day. You were saying right, yes, and it's been around for fifteen years. Yeah, for fifteen years. So it's also developed a following as well. Yeah, that's why I feel like if there is potential buyer who can run this brand or grow this brand even mm. better, why not just sell this brand to them? Right. So in terms of just like with the Wilson brand, right? What sort of R and D do you do? In 2017, we are the first to introduce preservative-free professional salon shampoo in Malaysia. Okay. And. Preservative-free? Yeah, yes. Preservative-free salon shampoo. That's mean, right. Okay, all of our shampoo have three years shelf life. Yes. Just imagine if the product doesn't have preservative, how right. does this last for three years, okay. right? So it's a breakthrough formulation for us that we get it from a plant ingredient. Uh. That ingredient actually can act as an antimicrobial and okay. at the same time he can be a moisturizer and anti-irritant for the scalp and hair right. so this is a breakthrough formulation that we constantly research as I mentioned because of cancer record of my family members I know how how hard it is for people to suffer cancer right. so I try to even the product we use to rinse off also do not have any uh, harsh chemical okay yeah. so it's preservative free so the shelf life is not three years it's also three years that is, that is a breakthrough in our oh God, I, There's an IP and a trade secret there. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> okay. Now, Wilson will continue to be your focus. You're going to look at other ranges within this. How many SKUs under Wilson at the moment? Currently, it's around 40, mm. 40 active. Uh, we discount a lot of products mm. that is not doing well during the pandemic. Right. And now it's 40. And a lot of our distributors asking, when are you coming up new product range? Uh-huh. So I say, I'm uh, not so hurry. I need to study the market really, right. really well because the next product that we come out is definitely to solve the pain in the in the market. Okay. What's the top selling products then under the Wilson okay. range? Surprisingly, the top selling product now is Starling product. Okay. As I get the feedback from other players, they mentioned that we are one of the company that can do good quality styling product in Malaysia. Not all of the factory or company can do this kind of performance. Right. The reason why we can develop this performance of styling product is is a accumulate of years of experience. 30 years. 30 years. How we develop this, all our products, how we develop is that we will send samples to our hairstylists. Do you know hairstylists have high requirements? Yeah. You know, they are artists. Yeah. You know? So it's not easy to actually meet the expectation. So through the times that we keep on improving, this is how Wilson is today. Okay, so when you look at your products, is it still bulk of the business is still B2B as opposed to B2C? Okay, so at the moment, ours is still focused on B2B. Right. B2B is important for us. Right. But for B2C, we open a new range with the Malaysian artists ah. so that we use the B2C to educate customer how to choose the right product for yourself. Okay. So that's why we now we just started our TikTok. We create content, educate people how to use, how to choose the right product. There's no one best product in the world, but only the right one for you. Right. I guess that's what all the big brands are doing as well, right? Yes. I mean, they have the B2C range and then they have the B2B range. Yeah. Yes. as well but then it helps that a person who sees it at B2C okay when I go to the salon I will continue to use the professional products right 
So when you do this as well, right, do you find marketing, is that the most of the, the cost in terms of promoting the product? Of course, I feel the difference. Uh, before pandemic, I feel very comfortable doing B2B. Mm. I can just enjoy my life and uh, <laughs> the sales is just coming in. So I think uh, pandemic, you know, totally look at the business differently. Really? Now I have my one-page business blueprint, what right. I'm going to do next, and I really invest heavily on marketing. Right. So uh, recently, we just do a launching on February uh, 14 on Valentine's Day with mm. Dina Smokta, and then mm. we have more than 10 local media who came and reported on a lot of articles blog right about us that is the first baby step we took before this is all rely on B2B so my job that time is just to meet our customers you know update how you're doing you know, okay. that's how we do now you've got a whole new range right and you feel the hair is still the main focus and all that right so how do you decide on the price range of your products? Yeah. All right. So in 2017, mm. I heard the pain of my distributor mentioning the brand from US is very expensive. It's not suitable for a local market, mm. but their concept is very good. Mm. So that's why I launched our persuasive free range. I look at what are the claiming of that company. And how can I do even better than that? What value additional I can add? That's why I create something different from them, which is persuasive free. Mm. And our price is four times more affordable to them. Right. And of course, we are 100% made in Malaysia. We have the competitive advantage. Mm. And at the same time, I feel like why we need to pay more for something that we can make locally in Malaysia. Right. And I also feel like good product shouldn't be just a luxury mm. for the rich. Mm. Everyone should be afford to spend on safe and health concern product. That's why we have different brands cater for different market. Mm. Yeah, that's the reason. Did you have a challenge getting hold of raw materials, you know, during the pandemic or even now? And of course, addressing costs of raw materials. What are you doing in that area? Wow, this is the pain. Seriously, <laughs> if you talk with any brand owner, manufacturer, everyone will tell you the same thing. Mm. The rising of costs because of the US dollar is getting strengthened and mm. Malaysian ringgit is uh, shrinking. Uh, shrinking. <laughs> the so shrinking. The shrinking. So because our ingredient is imported, mm. raw materials is imported. So the price, of course, is expensive. And some packaging is not available in Malaysia. We need to import the packaging for overseas as well. So total cost has increased. Our sales also have adjusted the price for two times. Right. Like for the past 20 years, we did not touch on our price to maintain a good price for all our customers. But past two years, seriously, we need to do some adjustment. Cannot be avoided. Uh. Uh, so what we can manage, juggle between it's right. Okay, we do the adjustment, but at the same time, we also do some promotion. Hmm. Or we give some free gift. We come up with right. 30 ml free gift. and hmm. or, or like if you buy this product, maybe a free or other thing. So we make it like more valuable add value even though the price has increased. Right. Yeah. Okay. And I guess the other thing is, are there any plans to list the company? Wow. So we always begin the end in mind. Yes. Begin the end in mind. Yeah. List or not list is a second option. Mm. But we have to make our company IPO ready. Okay. IPO ready means that it's system ready. Mm. So one day, if I'm no longer around, does this company still continue running? Mm. So that's why starting for now, even our company, just a few person in the team, but I really run it like as if I'm going to list the company. Okay. We have our core value. We have our performance management system. You know, we start from small. So we have to be ready 
like we have to set as if we are we act big even we are small now okay so then when suddenly he doesn't out of fortune suddenly the business becomes so big right we can cope with because our system is ready okay so that's to be IPO ready yeah. in terms of ESG are you also addressing these sort of things I know like sustainable products everything mm. but are you also looking into that so I have been attending course about the IPO mm. IPO mastery class every month I have attending so on the ESG part is I heard from my friend who is actually preparing for listings uh. honestly I'm not so understand about what is inside ESG what is the requirement but basically we have the most fundamental one like our factory we have a water treatment plant mm. all the water that disposed is being cleaned before mm. we discharge right and even our factory facility is being audited by overseas company to ensure the standards, how you treat your yeah, workers and yeah, all that, yes, right? Yes, I guess right now, future plans, anything to talk about for 2023 and beyond? So I'm looking forward to collaborate with companies who share the same values, which is to inspire beauty and confidence, to help women to become more confident about themselves, help women to self-love, self-care and right. self-respect. So if any organisation that want to have seminar about like, empower movement can talk to us maybe we can collaborate ah. this is the thing that I we want to be a business that matter on top of just selling shampoo right we want to also can help out the woman mm, okay and your clientele is mostly women my clientele is unique said women and men but personally I'm very passionate about helping women because I'm a woman <laughs> all right <laughs> thanks for sharing your story Seng Sin Mon from WeGlobe and talking about their brand, Wilson. You've been listening to Enterprise. I'm Frida Liu, BFM 89.9. Listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app. 